Episode 88. I'm here with my good friends Jeremy Johnson and Dimitri Chim. Dimitri is back. How you feeling, Dimitri? Feeling good, Rashad. Feeling good. Uh, once again, you know, happy to be here. Happy to, uh, to chop it up with you guys. Um, I appreciate you guys for, you know, inviting me back. So I had a really good time last time. It was it was awesome. So uh, looking forward to another great show. Yo, excuse my smack and I'm eating some Skittles right now. Jeremy, <laughs> how you feeling? I want to know why you... Marshawn Lynch in this one. Um, <laughs> all right, so the Skittles thing is something that kind of just started happening. I did it at the uh, Gambino concert. I went up uh, in between Ray Shermer and Gambino to the place I was trying to get some gum. And they didn't have no gum, so I'm like, okay, I guess I'll just get some Skittles or whatever. <laughs> so I had the Skittles to chew on or whatever during the show. And um, <laughs> it's a great show. So I saved the Skittles box, and I just have it, like, in my pantry, just a box. And then, um, because you know, I'm not gonna buy no fifty dollars for a T-shirt. <laughs> so, fast forward yesterday, I'm at the Georgia State volleyball game. I'm working on a story, and um, and uh, oh yeah, yeah, I went to the concession stand again to get some gum. No gum, so I'm like, man, Skittles worked last wow. time. Just get Skittles. So I'm, I'm snacking on the Skittles, but you know, I'm still working and everything, so I didn't get to finish them. Um, I ended up leaving them in the car. And I forgot. And then I, I thought that I was going to have ants in a car or something like that this morning. But <laughs> no ants that, that I've seen so far. I need to clean up the car, though. And uh, I was just eating the Skittles on the way here. And here we are with the Skittles. Man. Skittles for breakfast it is, ladies and gentlemen. Skittles for breakfast. Oh, man. Life, <laughs> a, life of a journalist. Yeah. But, um, yeah, man, how you feeling? I'm good, man. Dogs won. But that, that's about it. That, yeah. That's about all that's positive as far as. <laughs> Well, you know, being a sports fan right now, and, and I am a Morehouse fan now. And oh. my Tigers are six and zero. So, the Auburn Tigers and the LSU Tigers that, that goes out to David and Eric out there. Oh man! Bam, 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 bam. <laughs> you know, I mean, I think when those two, if those two ever had to play again, like both of them might just lose to each other. <laughs> I hope so, man. <laughs> I can't stand Auburn. I don't. I don't really care about LSU that much. Man, Auburn, man, they let me down. All the time over there, because everybody, oh, Auburn, Auburn, where you go, where you go, blah, 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 blah. nope. But uh, nope. that's that's typical Auburn, though. They they usually go through a, a little tough streak, and then they need that you know one cupcake cupcake game to yeah. you know get them back on the winning side of things. And but and the thing about winning. Auburn is you 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 have a a start like this, right? Mm-hmm. What are they two and two, three and two, three and two, three and two, I believe, three yeah. and two. And then you beat a team like Alabama and Georgia, and you can't get into the national championship because you, you lost can, games like this. Then you yep. complain. Why are we not in the playoffs? Why, why'd you lose to Mississippi why State? Why are we not in the playoffs? And, and, and hoop, there it is. So um, last night, I'm, I'm watching um, SNL, and, and I think I was watching – okay, so first I was watching the Auburn-Mississippi State game when that ended, or when Mississippi State scored the last touchdown that put it out of reach. I turned to uh, – to watch a little bit of the Lakers, um, and it's they're they're pretty entertaining, man. Oh yeah, With, uh, they're fun to watch. It, I seen 
like in the span of a couple minutes, I saw Rondo to to Kuzma alley oop. Yeah. And I saw JaVel McGee do a spin move and dunk on someone. Did I'm you like, Yo, did you see crazy. the opening play of their first preseason game? No. It was like oh, it's alley oop, wasn't it? They won the tap, and LeBron threw an alley to. I want to say. No, it was I, I think he threw it to Rondo. And then Rondo threw it to yeah somebody. It was it, it was the it first was. play of the season was an alley oop yeah yeah, yeah. And, and then, you know Lance from Lance, half court Lance been That's doing his thing from yeah. you know with, with yeah. the passes whatever yeah I the Lake Show is that. back man I, well uh, let me not get ahead of myself and the, I mean the, the the Lake Show actually won games That's a difference yeah, yeah. The, the, this is just entertaining the, the TV. entertaining part of the Lake right, Show right, is back right. 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 All right. Shout yes. out to Lonzo Ball. Big baller brand, baby. All right. <laughs> I can't so, wait to see him play with that team. Yeah, but I, I was watching uh, the Lakers game a little bit. And then uh, it was 11.30. Had to watch SNL. So I'm watching SNL or whatever. And uh, SNL goes off. Travis Scott performed. He, he did Sickle Mode at the end. The first song he did was like a new song with John Mayer that he debuted on the show. I didn't realize it was John Mayer until after the show. I'm like, oh, that's John Mayer on stage. John Mayer's a great dude, man. All right. Anyways, after that, I'm just kind of sitting around or whatever downstairs. And I get a text uh, and, and a group message from um, from Caleb. My boy Caleb. Shout out my boy Caleb. And... Um, He's, like, just showing us videos, like, yo, he jumped into the crowd after McGregor lost. I was like, A, McGregor lost? Like, that's the reason I didn't watch the fight, just because I assumed that McGregor was going to win. (laughs) And then he was like, this dude jumped into the stands and attacked McGregor's people in the stands Mm -hmm. after – and I saw, I see the video. Dude really hopped over the fence. Oh, yeah. And then then I saw the other one. Her uh, dude from the crowd from McGregor's camp jumped over the fence. I mean, from um, Khabib from Khabib's camp jumped over the fence and started jumping McGregor in the ring. Yep. And I'm like, yo. And then, so then I see the full video and I'm like, bro, I don't, I don't <laughs> believe this. <laughs> like, this really just happened. And David Norwood, shout out David. Um, he said he doesn't believe it. He he thinks it's a, a promotion stunt. Mm. I mean, it could very well. I mean, it kind of could be just because like. It is what everybody's going to be talking about for the next week, but that was insane. Man. That's what that was going to be my first question: is are we going to see a rematch just because of that? Because I think we're going to see a rematch ultimately because it was a good, you know, it was a good fight. Um, I don't think it was staged though. I, I don't think it's you know something that was along the lines of a WWE story script or anything like that. I mean, they've been they've had some heat in the past yeah. anyway. So like, like this is, this was a fight that had venom to it anyway. So. Exactly, real beef. <laughs> the first thing that popped in my head, right? You guys probably know what it was. Uh the brawl in the palace. Yeah, the malice I mean, in the palace. Yeah, that's that, what I was thinking about. <laughs> that was the first thing that popped in my head. I said, "Oh, man, Khabib then channeled his inner Ron Artest <laughs> and and, oh, and said, "You know what?" I'm about to give it to everybody. Yeah. It, it was crazy. It was I mean, crazy. so why did he go? I'm, I'm confused of why he did it. Did he just beat McGregor too quick and he was just like, I want some more. <laughs> yeah, you got to think, man. I, I think it all comes down to McGregor. His talking just caught up with him. Yeah. Every match, every fight, McGregor kind of like, he kind of goes over the line. And everybody's like, oh, it's just for show. It's just for, you know, the fight. Oh, <laughs> I mean, you can't do that to everybody. You can't yeah. talk to everybody like that. Some, you can't, people, some people really about exactly. it. Exactly. You yeah. can't. It, it, it's some. It's some people. Khabib has never lost a round in his, in his career before last night, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. He yeah. lost round three to McGregor last night. That was his first one of his career. Some people are infighting just because 
it, they they got a short temper and and they yeah. had to fight and so someone was like you're good at fighting you should try professionally <laughs> they didn't even have to teach him anything they just right, put right, him in the yeah, ring yeah to teach him anything <laughs> oh, I get to do this for fun right <laughs> I don't know much oh. about Khabib I'm not gonna sit up here and not like I do for the podcast but <laughs> yeah. uh, but he he seemed like one of them people okay okay <laughs> see I've never heard of Khabib and, and I I just the only reason I heard about him was when Conor McGregor and he like he threw something at their bus or he jumped yeah. him at a so, I just knew they had they had had beef leading up to the fight, and I, when I saw they were fighting, I was like, okay, that makes sense. They don't like each other, so yeah, I expected it to be a good fight just because they don't like each other. Exactly. Right? So to answer, I guess part of your question, Jeremy, um, as far as why did you know Khabib jump the fence and and, and start whipping everybody's tail? Um, so I he had a, a interview, right, a, a post fight interview or whatever that I saw um, ESPN tweet out. And he was pretty much like, you know, the reason why I, he said, I don't know why everyone is pointing the finger at me and is criticizing me for jumping the fence and, you know, fighting in the crowd. I mean, this guy, McGregor, he's referring to, has, he's, uh, you know, talked about my religion. He's talked about my family, my father, things of that nature. So that's really what I guess triggered. And obviously, you know, in a, in a UFC match, there's a lot of emotions going on. So you know, I guess after the fight, you know, he was so pumped that he, you know, choked McGregor out and then yeah. was just thinking about, you know, everything that his camp and McGregor was saying about him and his, you know, his family and things yeah, of that nature. I, I so, think he, he called, like, his family, like, a family of terrorists or something. Yeah, oh, wow. Man. Yeah, no, that's not cool. Yeah. And then re- I remember the uh, Mayweather fight when McGregor, during one of those promotional things, he was like, dance for me, boy. Yep. Like, yep. My- <laughs> Yeah, you, you can't talk like that to everybody. It's gonna eventually it catch up, especially if you start losing. And then, and then he tried to do that. That's a boxing mentality. It was okay with Mayweather just because it's boxing, and boxing isn't as anger filled. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Boxing is all technical. So mm-hmm. Mayweather getting upset would have taken him out of his game. This guy, like in UFC, <laughs> like you make somebody mad, that's how you get killed. Yeah, like you literally could get killed. Like yeah. they don't, they'll take it to the next level. Yep. So, because McGregor was stabbing him, he was still going with the choke. He, yeah, he didn't care no more. Yeah. <laughs> he, he was like, "I'm about to put this boy to bed." Literally. Yeah. yeah. He wanted to go night night. <laughs> yeah. But, <laughs> but I got this is my last point about. I mean, as far as McGregor, uh, you know, is this the end of him? You know, maybe he gets his one more shot at what's what's his Khabib. name? Khabib. Yeah. And after that, you know. I, I kind of see it as, you know, McGregor's lost a little bit of his edge mm-hmm. because all the talking and stuff was good because he was actually talking from the heart. And he was talking because he knew, you know, he had to try to find every advantage over his opponent that he could find. Because, I mean, he, if you really look at it, he ain't that great of an athlete. He's not he's not the biggest, strongest, fastest guy out there. So, I mean, that, that talking was a part of his identity as a fighter. Now it just seems like he's talking just to be talking. And it, it it's not really translating to the ring. I agree. So. I mean, obviously, you know, he stepped outside of the UFC ring to fight Mayweather. But at the same time, it's like, dude, not only did you take two consecutive losses, you got knocked out. You got knocked out. By Floyd, okay? <laughs> then you try to bring it back to your comfort zone, comfort zone, which is in the octagon. You got choked out. <laughs> I mean, come on, man. What's what's really going on? Didn't he get Talk knocked about out? It. Didn't he get knocked out like in the two fights before the Mayweather fight too? 
I believe so. Well, I, I mean, I know he had like what four losses. Yeah, I think yeah, me, that's a great. He's only point. won like five. He's won. He's lost like four out of his last five or six matches. Yeah, that's a great point. So that's. A great I mean, point. like if you really think about it, I don't know why he's keep his 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 stuff leading up to the Mayweather fight. You know, that was the draw. But I mean, if you really look at him now, is he that great of a fighter anymore? Yeah, so, I, don't, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not gonna speak on it because. I, I don't know that much about it. So. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know that much about it. But I and I consider myself like, you know, I've watched McGregor for a couple, like the last couple of years, yeah. just because I, I think he's interesting. But right. I mean, what what is the product in the octagon right now? Yeah, I I don't know. That's a that's a question that you know will be answered sooner than later the next time he steps in the ring. So Khabib gonna knock him out in two rounds. But that's yeah. neither here nor there. So you know, speaking of. Fighting people because you're mad about something they did. Kavanaugh. Oh, <laughs> Kavanaugh is a uh, appointment to the Supreme Court was approved this week. Um, but any thoughts, guys? I wasn't surprised. I mean, like when I when I heard about this whole thing starting, I, I I just sat back the whole time and I really thought, okay, well, this is everyone who didn't believe what we were saying, you know, all these years. This is their chance to see that, you know. Maybe we have a point. Right. Because, like, this was the first time. Like, I had a couple people that were like, you know, I didn't know the justice system was this corrupt. And, <laughs> you know, I didn't know that they could do this. And I was like, um, you know, you remember that Bill Cosby thing? You know, that's what we were talking <laughs> about because we had seen this before and now it's happening. But this time it's happening, you know, on a grander scale. So, yeah, I, it, it's definitely, you know, and, and I'm one to not really, I guess, uh, dive into the politics and indulge in that. Yeah, personally, I don't. I don't care either. So. Yeah. So, but this is a serious issue, right? Because, like you just said, the Bill Cosby situation. What's really different from that circumstance to the one that we're now talking about with uh, Kavanaugh? You know what I mean? What, what What's the real difference between the two? I mean, obviously, one is a black man, the other is a white man. Mm-hmm. One is in politics and involved in the government and is close, you know, friends or whatever you want to consider it with Trump, Donald Trump, our president, mm-hmm. obviously. And the other, you know, was a was a star, a TV star that, you know, was seeking to, I guess, what was, what was Bill trying to do? He was trying to buy... Die peacefully. <laughs> die peacefully. <laughs> At this point. <laughs> But a lot of a, a lot of a lot of uh, you know attention and controversy started, you know I guess building around him when he tried to invest in that business uh, move. I forgot oh, what was he, it. He NBC. Was to, I, he's trying to buy like NBC or something. Yeah, yeah, I think that was it. So I don't and know. And that wasn't even public. Yeah, man. Can you imagine if that had been public? Yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not going to even try to defend Bill Cosby, but uh, no, I'm not. <laughs> yeah, 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 no, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah, in yeah. no way am I, I defending I, Bill I, I Cosby. Like, I was like, I want to make sure everybody like, yeah, we, we are we not, defending, not defending Bill. Bill. We just want we are not defending anybody who who is taking advantage of women. And exactly. no, that is not what we're saying. We're saying right. to keep the same energy, right? Right. Like, right. okay, right. if you guys are going to say, well, the past doesn't matter, but, but look at the look at the president. No, yeah, yeah, Gra- grab her right in. The, you know what I'm saying? So it's just like. What type of FBI investigation was that? You know what I'm saying? Like, the FBI, you know, y'all supposed to be the top of the top. Yep. Yeah. And and in his, you know, little thing up there, he's talking about, I love to drink beer with all my boys, you know, and 
they they had the terms of all the you know the kind of the sexual terms and, and stuff like that. Devil's Triangle, Blase, Blase, Eiffel Tower, whatever it's called. I don't know. <laughs> it was, that was some um, you know that uh, lingo that we use. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah. so like you know what I'm saying how how can he sit up there and, and say all that and the FBI can't get to the bottom of it of what happened and then, and then the thing that got me like. The whole situation, I didn't watch any of the hearing. I, I, personally, I already knew how this was going to turn out. Right, right. Yeah. I knew the day I heard about it, I was like, this is going this way. I know he's going he's gonna to be the Supreme Court judge. I don't care what they get up there and say he did. Right. He's going to be in there. Second of all, I mean, I'm like, the thing that really got me and really made me upset about this was how our president got up there and mocked the woman who yeah who uh, testified. Mm-hmm. This is exactly the culture that we're trying to get rid of, and this is exactly the culture you know, why women, why the Me Too movement is so big, just because, you know, you got women that can't come out and speak because they're going to be made fun of. Mm-hmm. And you have our president, our president mocking one of our citizens yeah, because she was sexually assaulted. Where, If you can't agree with that and, you know, see an issue with that, why are you human? But we, we have to, we have to vote. We have to vote. Make sure everybody is registered to vote by the time this comes out. Will be like right on the deadline of registering to vote. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, make sure absentee ballot. Uh, vote on the weekend if you have to. Um, make, just make sure you vote. Um, because you know, like maybe if if a lot of the senators that we elected thought more kind of like us, mm-hmm. you know, they could have prevented this. Yeah. And it's a lot of senators that probably didn't agree with anything. Of Kavanaugh's gone, but they they went with their uh, their party lines. Yeah, that's that's you know what I'm saying. So, that's a that's something that we need to just ex, just get rid of because yeah. I feel like it's like that's that's the only thing. It's really the Crips and the Bloods, bro. Oh yeah, it really sure. is. It's, it's just us. Yeah. It's just us dividing the lines. And, yeah. and it's blue red too. Yeah, yeah it exactly. is. It's the Crips and the Bloods. And, and to be honest with you, I don't like to identify myself as a I don't Democrat because, because neither side is for you. No, right? They for themselves. Democrats they, ain't for black people. No, no, I don't know where they. I don't I don't know where this thing comes. Where Republicans are white and Democrats are black. I, don't I hate know, that. I don't man. know where this came from, but it's if you listen to what a lot of these people say, they tell they telling you their intentions, right. but you just looking at the RD next to their names. Mm-hmm. So, I, I mean, yeah, I mean that's some, like you said, Rashad. That's something that the system, the government, whatever, needs to get rid of. I mean, I I, I base my I guess votings off of the. Um, the, the morals and the, the I guess, the goal of the president, right? Yeah. So, like you said, for, for blacks to just think, oh, you know, I got to vote Democrat because it's, it's, it's a label that I'm attached to. I mean, that's where we need to stop right there. You need to yeah. really, you know, dive into it, do your homework, because this is a serious matter, obviously. Because you can run the situation where... Uh, a person with Republican views can run as Democrats to get those to get those <laughs> yeah. black votes. Yeah, man. And then, then and then you you wonder why 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 is he not doing stuff to help and doing the stuff that he said he was gonna do? Right. Well, he in office now. Ain't nothing you could do about it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the, the craziest part is like well, going along with Jeremy was saying, it'll be some Republicans that will stand up more for black people than a Democrat would. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But but if you don't know and if you just walk into the, you know the booth or whatever on voting day you see dr mm-hmm. you're gonna go for the d yep uh pause uh, <laughs> but the, the d <laughs> pause but but, but, the, but but the d he he gonna be you know what i'm saying like 
He's just worried about himself and get him and trying to get as much money under the table as he can for the right. position. Right. I don't want to go with the political stereotypes, but hey, it be happening. Right. <laughs> it be happening. Hey. Well, when the R is just fighting for the people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he just grew up a Republican, so that's just, you that's know, just his, his that's political just his label. label. That's his exactly. political label. That's all that is. So, uh, especially on the local level, when you talk about a state and then the local level, right? So. Exactly, great point. So, let me ask you guys this, and I mean, you may not have the answer because honestly, I don't have the answer, but I just want to throw it out there really quickly, right? So, where do we, as a country and the government, more importantly, go uh, moving forward with cases like this, where you know women are coming out speaking, saying that such and such, you know, may have raped them or you know that type of thing. Where how how do they go about saying or or viewing the case and saying whether or not that person's innocent or guilty? Because I would like to think that what about eighty five ninety percent of the country probably thought that Kavanaugh should have been guilty of this charge, right? I wouldn't say that that much. You know, all right, yeah, you're right. More realistically, 60, maybe, maybe 60, 55. 60, 50, 55, because yeah. obviously, you you know, your Republicans are going to definitely think he's not guilty no matter what he does, exactly. right? <laughs> so I don't know, man, where where they go as a as a uh, government, man, with judging these type of cases anymore. I, I think really I think I really think that you know the whole you know I thought we were making progress with the Me Too movement and people were. You know, coming out and people were actually like there were people who like got you know justice. You know what I mean? And then you got this. Mm-hmm. So it's like this is just a, a deterrent for people who who want to come out and can't. Yeah, because you don't want to get picked on. Like who wants to be? Who wants you know that to be thrown in their face? Right. I think it all comes down to personnel. So yeah, you know if if we. I like the people that that believe in you know me too and but that's and the thing, man. Like stuff. we shouldn't have to elect people to 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 understand that sexual assault is a bad thing. Everyone I mean, but that, that, that that's just how it works. Yeah, that's just unfortunate. I mean, like we shouldn't have to elect people that don't believe that you know what I'm saying. Black people Matter, shouldn't man. be treated like you know dogs yeah. or some like numbers. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and I think that's the fundamental problem. Like the fact that we having to fight to vote for. It's a decent up. person, like it's, that's it's the world, bro. That's that's sad. So I mean, I don't really know where we go. I yeah. mean, as far as I'm concerned, I don't. I mean, I'm gonna keep believing what I believe, and hopefully, you know, everyone else starts to. I don't know. I don't know what to say that the government should do or what they should do because this is not like this is something that's happened for years. It's just really the first time it's right been public, right? So right, this is America. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There it is. Uh, you know, you don't want that Me Too movement to turn into something where, to to where it's you know, I don't want to be the person that gets picked on as well when yeah. I when I come out and speak. I don't want to. And then be you that put in your person. you when you come out and and these women that came or woman that came forward was, you know, they put their, you know, they are gonna be remembered for this. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. they they put their you know their future on the line mm-hmm. to come out here and do something that was gonna help. What we thought was gonna be something positive, yeah, it, it's, it's not the same thing, but it's kind of like Monica Lewinsky, kind of like kinda. it is. The first it thing is. you look, think look, about when look you at her. Monica Lewinsky is, you know, what I'm saying so. <laughs> yeah, so it's just like, <laughs> I mean, it, it's just crazy, bro. Like, like, like you said, man, they're, they're putting like their entire identities on the line, and you know, all of this, and, and they know they're gonna be in the in the spotlight for the rest of their lives just yep. from their name. Mm-hmm. So. uh just real quick, wrapping up now, uh, 
how many years y'all think Harvey Weinstein, Matt Lauer, all those guys are gonna get? Man, that that's a great question. I think I think Weinstein is gonna get some years. Just because Weinstein is like, he seems like he's at the top of the white list. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like Matt Lauer and all those other white guys, they they might they might breeze through it. So so put a number on it. What you think? A minimum what five? If if Cosby got thirteen. Yeah. No, did he? He got thirteen. He got life, didn't he? No, no, nah, 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 he, he didn't get no life. Well, it's pretty much it, it, it equates. <laughs> it equates to like, that boy Bill kicking. He kicking. Uh, Eighty seven. Yeah, he, Yo, kick, he kicking so, the tires. Hey, I was talking to my editor. My editor, he uh, interviewed um, Cosby when he was in Selma one time a few years ago, and he said uh, he went to shake his hand. He's like, "Nice to meet you, Mr. Cosby." And he said, "Cosby, like, did this, like his hand was right here, and Cosby was like, like he really can't see." Oh, really? Man. He really cannot see, like, wow. at all. Wow. So, yeah, so. Dang. Yeah, man. Like you said, Cosby's, like, probably nine toes out. Yeah. He got one more toe to go. Dang. Yeah. Dang, man. Well, like you said, if he got 13, subtract half of 13, <laughs> that's that's what them guys going to get. I, I think I think Weinstein, I mean, I would kind of hope, like, I mean, I don't want to wish bad upon anybody, but yeah, he kind of, sure. he, he did bad upon others yeah i don't know this is why i like minding my business <laughs> so all right let's move on to some sports yeah, <laughs> my uh, all right what, what are we gonna talk about the falcons first what are we talking about yeah, first let's talk about these birds man uh, all right um the falcons not gonna make the playoffs um had another playoffs <laughs> i'm talking about the playoffs we have great great jared grady jared got hurt last week he's the latest <laughs> latest defensive guy to get hurt defense in the garbage playoffs um, you know, last year, I mean, last week they had a shootout, score, touchdown, touchdown, touchdown. Who was going to score the last touchdown, won the game, and it ended up being Cincinnati scoring the last touchdown of the game. So, uh, Yeah, and, and that's kind of the how it's been going, right? Because, yeah. I mean, the same thing happened against New Orleans, right? Uh, you guys were in a shootout. I was boycotting and, then, so. Yeah, true that, true that. Um but, I, you know, I, I don't know, man. It's like the offense is doing what they have to do. Who's who's? What's the scapegoat now? Who's the scapegoat? Is it the injuries? If I, hear, if I hear Matt Ryan out of somebody, I swear I'm coming to find it's, you. It's not Matt. I'm coming to find you. It's not Matt. Matty Ice. It's, it's not Matt. Although, right, if you look at his numbers, I think what he has about, what, two interceptions, I think, and about like ten touchdowns or – I don't even think he has two. He may have two interceptions. I think he has two. May maybe may or may not. If, they, if he does, I don't even remember them. Exactly, and that's great. If you, I, man, I wish I could remember. Uh, I could not remember Eli Manning's interceptions, but yeah, he threw a lot of them. <laughs> like so. You don't really have a choice but to remember them. Exactly, he threw like thirty eight in a year one year. Yeah, that's ridiculous. That's a fact. But <laughs> I think the Falcons, man, right now, like you said, they got like a, a six point six percent chance to make the playoffs um i think that's ridiculously low well i mean one in what three they're only one in like i don't think i think i think it's more so of the other teams in your guy and you guys division that's you know making it tougher i mean carolina are probably going to beat us today they'll probably move on to three and one yeah uh new orleans who does the saints have today uh oh they may be off are they they may be off what about Tampa Bay? Tampa Bay plays. Tampa Bay is off this week for sure. Okay, so you know it's it's those other teams that are, you know, making it tougher for the Falcons to get back in the position to make a playoff run, in my opinion. 
Last year, I would agree with you, but I've watched New Orleans and Carolina a lot this year, and they haven't impressed me yet. Saints, yeah. Saints play Washington tomorrow night. Oh, yeah, that's right. Monday night, yeah. Now, see a game like that, I think the Saints will lose tomorrow. You think so? Just because, I don't know. There's, I don't know. They're, they're missing something. I don't know what that loss. Their defense. It's like, it's like that, the, the Vikings loss in the playoffs. It, it, it almost seemed like it took the soul of their team. Like, they have all the pieces – and they're playing really well right now, but they don't have that. There's an it thing that's just not there with the Saints team. Tampa Bay has a bye. They they play Atlanta next week. Yeah. Ah, that's you big. See, yeah. You see, if if the Falcons are able to win today, and I don't think they will. Mm-hmm. Like, I, there's like a – I would be extremely shocked if they won against Pittsburgh. But if they are, if they do, you know, you mess around and beat Tampa Bay, <laughs> you got to stretch your games, Redskins, uh, Giants. Uh, that should be a win too. Uh, honestly. I'm not sure who's after that. Hold on, hold on, give me a second. Uh, I know they have uh, Giants, Washington, Dallas uh, is coming up. Cleveland, too. Cleveland, Dallas, New Orleans, New Orleans, Baltimore, Green Bay, Arizona, Carolina, and then Tampa Bay again. All those games outside of the Green Bay game and New Orleans games are winnable. winnable. Yeah. So, and that's and that's even with the atrocious defense they have right now. I agree. Y'all so, think they can beat Cleveland? Yes. Yeah, they definitely can beat they Cleveland. Can beat, Are, they they that, should be 4-0 right now, even a, with the bad defense. That's a game on the road in Cleveland? Yeah, yeah. it's on the road. And that's going, it's going to be a, a, a brittle winter up there, I'm sure. When, I, when do they play them, though? They, they it's, play it's them like, like a little late in the season, like November. It's, oh, yeah, November? it's like the late, it's late October, early November. Oh, so it won't It's be, not really cold yet. Yeah, not hey. yet. But it's still going to be chilly out there now. Falcons lost to Tyrod Taylor last year. Yeah, but, but they, they lost playing. in the house in the in the seventy five degrees. <laughs> they, they they struggle with um with them running quarterbacks. Well, he won't be playing, so we ain't worried about him. Yeah, they might have to put him in. <laughs> oh god! But I don't know, man. I'm 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 not ready to write them completely off. But I am. I'm I'm done. I writing I'm, I'm done having expectations for him. Yeah, you know what I mean, yeah, I agree. I mean, it's hard to right because it's at this point, it's like the only thing you're expecting from a team that's marred by injuries is just to finish the season five, at five hundred. Yeah. I mean, anything above five hundred at this point a is, is a bonus, yeah. man. Anything below five hundred is understandable, right? Honestly, so, honestly, if if this team is not going to get in the playoffs and make a run. I would rather them be four and twelve because these defensive tackles that are coming out this year are yeah, special. Yeah, there are three really yeah. special guys coming out this year, and they all come from Clemson. Damn. No, not no, no, all no. of them. Not all of them. It, but it, <laughs> Auburn has a solid. Uh, Derek no, Brown's a monster. Yeah. Auburn got some big boys. Yeah, Ed Oliver. Ed Oliver is going to come out this year, and he's going to be the first pick. Mm. And when he gets in the NFL, when he steps foot in the NFL, he'll be a top ten in a, a defense tackle in the NFL. That's Ooh. how good he is. What about uh, uh, Bosa's brother? Nick's really good too. Yeah, he's, be- he's better than Joe. He's better than Joy was at this point. Well, yeah. who is he? A, a DN? He's a DN. Yeah, yeah. He's, a, he's an N. Yeah. There's a lot of special D linemen. That's my point. Yeah, and that's where that's where the Falcons are weakest. Yeah, yeah. Falcons need a D line. Yeah. So yeah. if 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 there if this is a year to be bad, this is the best year to be bad for them. So, right, right. Yeah. Uh, how many years uh Matt Ryan got? Um maybe three or four. Yeah, I was I was thinking about four. About four. What is he? Thirty three? Thirty three? Thirty three, thirty four, maybe. Yeah. Oh, hold on. Yeah, <laughs> it, see he, he should retire at the age of about 
37, 38. Yeah, he's you know not he's not Tom Brady. He's not going to be great in his 40s, but Yeah. He he can play, he can play at this level until he's about 30. He's 33. He's 33. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, you know, he still he he obviously has shown that he he still has the arm strength. I mean, that's not going to waver for another like you said 3-4 years, but I mean, I guess it all depends on if they keep the weapons around him as well because how many years Julio got? That's a This is Julio's question. last good year. And I've said that last, for the last good, two years. Last this good is his, year? This is his last elite year. I mean, the stuff that Julio has done on the field, like, you're not going to be able to do that your whole At like, 30. The, no. the jumping I've seen him do, the catches I've seen him make, like, he's even the running. This year. You think so? Well, oh, yeah, yeah in, in, in regards of, like, statistics, like touchdowns and things like that. Just how he looks. I mean, but Julio's never scored touchdowns. Oh, yeah, he's never scored. But my. I, for what I'm saying, I'm saying that you know he's he's leading the NFL in receiving yards. Yeah, it sounds, it sounds crazy what I'm saying. It's just he doesn't get open by himself anymore mm-hmm. as much as he used to. They have to move him around now. They used to just line him up outside and say go go beat that guy. Right. They don't do that no more. They try to match him up on the other team's slot corner now. Right. Because they know he's getting older. So you think he's he's going to turn into like a Calvin Johnson, I guess, in the next year or two, to where Calvin, you know, didn't really. Show that explosiveness and yeah. uh, ability to just dominate because of like injuries and. Yeah, and, I don't. I don't think it's gonna be as bad as Des Bryant was last year, but. Yeah, Julio's twenty nine. Yeah, see when you yeah, the no, re- receivers when they hit that thirty, it's running backs get that that stigma that once they hit thirty that it's it's over, but receivers are just as bad at that. So. Yeah, yeah. I think, but but receivers can be serviceable longer than running backs, right? Because sure. you can find you can find ways yeah, yeah. You, e. to get open. Larry yeah, like Fitzgerald, because yeah. yeah, when you know how to catch, you know how to catch. Yeah, exactly. But like the jumping and, and all the the running, outrunning folks and all that, he, yeah, you're not gonna be able to do that your yeah. whole life, bro. Yeah. And Julio's a great, he's a great route runner, so that'll that'll extend his eliteness or effectiveness for three or four years, yeah. just because of that. Yeah. But he's not gonna be. Throw the ball up, and he gonna jump over five people. He gonna break. He gonna break a. T- he's not doing that no more. That's over. <laughs> so after this year, that's a wrap. That's huh? a wrap. Ain't gonna be no two hundred fifty six yard game. No, that's over. Yeah, <laughs> that that's that's very interesting. I don't know, man. I think I give him about after this year. I, if you know, bearing any significant injuries, I think uh, next year will probably be, you know, the the last we see of Julio Superman Jones, man. Yeah. So we'll we'll see how that how that goes, but um, hopefully you know the Falcons can you know do something to make the the fans feel somewhat content with the season. You know we'll never feel content. <laughs> I can tell you that right now. Uh, until you get that they, Super Bowl, right? They can win the Super Bowl and they don't win it right. I'm gonna be mad. Right. No, no, no. Just because of how they I was, lost I was the one we like, Yeah, exactly. Like right, right. If they win the Super Bowl, everybody gonna be like, we should have two. We should right, have right. two. <laughs> this supposed to be two. Yeah, y'all ready to move on to the uh, yeah, the, man, I'm the tired. Bravos. I'm I'm sad so, about the Falcons now. The Yankees. We're gonna cheer you up by by taking a break from Atlanta. <laughs> Yankees one and one. Bronx Bombers went. Yes, Live by sir. the three, die by the three. They're living by the three right now. <laughs> yes, sir. Um, we needed that. But it, it didn't surprise me that we sm- – not. I mean, 6-2 is not really smacking, but it's kind of That's, a, that's a beat down in baseball. I'm not, in surprised. I'm not surprised because David Price, he he always craps his pants, man, in yeah. New York. But what, what, did I, what, did, what did we talk about last week? He got a, he got a black woman though. Shout out to 
But what did we talk about? <laughs> the pitching it, of the of the Red Sox is suspect. Yeah, man. man. Outside of Chris Sale. Outside of Chris Sale. They, you know what I mean? They're going to have to pitch him twice in this series to win. Yeah, they are. He better get ready because <laughs> that last game of the series, he's probably going to be pitching. I don't think it's going to get that far. You don't? Well, I hope it doesn't. It I may hope, go for it. Doesn't. Hopefully, man. If if we can find a way to you know win that first game in, in, in BX and Bronx, I think we'll, we'll definitely seal the deal. Yeah. I think we'll definitely seal the deal, but... What about the Braves, man? I mean, oh you guys got to score some runs here. Yo, it goes, you got to get hits first. It goes like this, man. You know, my boy, my cousin, you know what I'm saying? Call him my cousin. Play cousin. Dancy <laughs> Swanson, man. Three points. Oh, he said that. You know what I'm saying? He Dansby, said this is play cousin. You come up, you know what I'm saying? He gets the hits at the right time to ignite the team. And then he makes the players on defense to ignite the, the team. Mm-hmm. So when, when, you have, when you lose that momentum shifter, I'm not saying that, that they be too old right now. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking they could have stole game one with Dan Sweet Swanson. With the little joke. With the little push. I don't know. Game one was a beat down. The little push. I don't know. I don't know what they didn't even show up. With, with the little one. push. Yeah, they but game two, that was a haveable game. But but it but was, it was man. but it was too old, what? Or whatever, like it was four. No, no, the it, game it was like, one was, it was like four. It was no, three, no, no, it was three no. zero in, like, the, in the first in, in the fourth inning. inning. In the fourth inning, I thought it, I thought in, it was, in the fourth inning, it was like 4-0, right? Yeah. It was like 4-0. Oh, yeah, they did get the, it was, it was they like, did have two guys and, on base. And then they, they had a couple guys on base. Mm-hmm. I'm saying one one little joke right there would have got them right back in it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But with the Braves, as many comebacks as they had, you know, this year, comeback wins or whatever, it only take them a little bit to get that young team confidence going. Yeah, they get they, those bats going. I think they're the thing about them this in this series, it seems like they're taking it too serious. Like, they're not having fun. They're not going to the dugout laughing and joking. Like, it seems like they're just like, okay, we don't want to mess up. We got here. We don't want right. to. We don't want to mess up. Don't. don't I, I just hate when teams do that. Do what you did to get there because the Braves are not talented enough to really be there. Right. If you want to go and look at rosters and talent, the Phillies are better than the Braves as far as talent. The Nationals are better than the Braves as far as talent. I could even argue that the Mets have more talent. At the major league level, than the Braves do. So, I mean, you got you got three guys that can win the Cy Young every year on the on the Mets pitching staff. That is true. So, the Braves don't have that. So, you got here because you guys played together and you guys had fun doing it. And now you just think you're just gonna out talent the highest budget in baseball. Yeah, it's not gonna happen. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hopefully, they could get back to that. You know, the fun. The uh, the fun style of play that they're accustomed to, you know, when they uh, battled it out. Uh, when do they play tomorrow? In they, they, they play tonight. Oh, yeah. tonight. So so by the time this comes out, they're already gonna play the game three in the series. Yeah, yeah, in the series. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the series well, you know, the Braves, man. I think it just takes that one, that one early home run. They need Acuna to, to I, get I was, a lead off. I, I think. was watching yeah. a um uh in Acuna interview. You know, he had his translator there. And you know he had his head down, look look way different than how he's looked all season, smiling and you know like what's she say? What's she say? <laughs> <laughs> you know so <laughs> he's standing there. <laughs> what's she say? What's she say? <laughs> he's standing there. He doing the interview. You know looking at his translator or not. And then the last question was, are you ready to go back home? And he looked at her. He said. Yes. <laughs> like, like, give yeah. me about it. He LA. said, he said, I understand that question. Hey. He was like, Yo, yeah. you don't no, no, sir, you're good. Yes. That is, <laughs> that is hilarious. Hey man. man, but I will say this though. I'm I'm excited about the future for the birds. Like the next two or three years are gonna be fun. 
I mean, I hate, and I hate how they're losing. Yeah, like I don't. If you gonna just get swept, don't go. Uh, I would rather have the draft pick. Like I don't want to get in it. That's but that's Atlanta sports. We can't just we can't just have a bonus year where we just oh we just should just be happy to be. No, we got to go and get embarrassed every time. Look at the Hawks. Eastern hey, Conference chill, Finals. Chill, First chill. time we made the Eastern chill. Conference Finals, we had a 60-win season. <laughs> LeBron literally dancing around that's, half court that's on NYPD our best fault. player. That, that's NYPD fault. Man. I was just like, <laughs> man. But this happens every time. We get to the Super Bowl, we can't just be happy. I didn't think we were going to beat the Patriots. Oh, we going to win the Super Bowl. Psych. <laughs> he said psych. Every time. It never it never fails. Oh, Chase Elliott has a lead and blows a tire. That I, I don't think that's really happening. <laughs> but I just know it's going to happen. That is that's, crazy. That's just how we do things here. Yeah, that I mean, but all right. So for the Braves, right? I guess I understand where you're coming from. You don't want to get swept, but at this point, you know, it's you still look at the season as a win, right? Or or do you kind of look at it as a loss because you got into the playoffs and you know had an opportunity to you know do something magical and you just totally flop? Well, that's that's. That's you know I guess assuming that they're not going to win this series. No, this is the the season. The regular season is a win, but mm-hmm. this the momentum that we built because of the regular season goes away in my book because of how you do it in the playoffs. Because the last thing you're going to think about, the thing you're going to think about all off season is you got swept, and then you didn't uh, you didn't even score a run the first two games. Like you you didn't score a run, and that's pathetic. I don't I don't care who you are. You don't score a run. That's pathetic. Yeah, and then. The f- I've seen it too many times where it's been reversed to where when the Dodgers beat the Braves in 2013, the Braves were the team with all the money that was spent and you know all the expectations. And the Dodgers came in just because they were hot and magical. They had Yasiel Pui. He was just getting going. And they smacked the Braves. Mm-hmm. So I know it can be done. It's just not doable for an Atlanta team. Right. For yeah. some reason. Yeah, this was definitely a tough, you know, matchup for the Braves. I, I think they would have had a way better chance of advancing if they would have played yeah, anyone maybe, else. Yeah, pretty much anyone. the Cubs or even you yeah. know the freaking uh, the um, the I don't know one you know the Rockies the, or yeah, like, Bryce Harper <laughs> would have hit a home run for us. Bryce Harper would have struck out four times like he did every other night. Yeah, his batting average was like two around two forty or something this year. He got us next year. In the if the Bra- if the Braves sign. Price Harper, I wouldn't even be excited. Which they probably will. I would just be like, okay. <laughs> you wouldn't be excited for Bryce? No. I'd just be like, why? Like, why? I think Bryce Harper's going to hit a home run for us next year. Yeah, he's going to switch jerseys and hit a home run. He's going to the Dodgers or the Yankees. That's that's a <laughs> I, foregone conclusion. Yeah, or I, Chicago. I, I could definitely see him, I guess, more so going to L.A. Just because, I mean. If, he looks like a Hollywood we, guy. If we get. Harper on top of Giancarlo Stanton and Aaron Judge and you know remember like I said Luke Voigt he's, yeah. he's showing that he's a heavy hitter. Um, also Gary Sanchez. Gary Sanchez. I mean who hasn't shown up all year until last true. night. Until last <laughs> night, yeah, yeah. I mean, but you know he's been injured, so he he hasn't played a full season. But um, yeah, man. I mean that would be magical, man, to get Bryce Harper. That would be incredible for the Yankees. Yeah, yeah, y'all can have him. If the Yankees got him. Y'all can take him. Long as he ain't in our division no more. I'm but, good. but that's that's another one. 
Live by the three, die by the three. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. So he's just adding on. He fits in well. And he strikes out a lot. Yeah, so home runner strikeout. A big name that strikes out a lot. Yep, home runner strikeout. You you definitely right about that, man. And then, I mean, if he goes to the Dodgers, they're the same thing. Like they're they're home. They were second in home runs. So yeah. And I thought it was a bad matchup for uh, the Braves to start faulty in game one because, you know, all he he's <laughs> he. He misses the spot and he throws hard. Like you literally don't have to do anything, you know, when somebody's throwing that hard and you know they miss their spot, boom, home run, boom, yeah. home run, boom, home run. I'm surprised with Sean Newcomb getting the start. I I didn't think that he's the only one that's been effective against the Dodgers all year. Like right. he almost no hit him a couple months ago, and then in game one he came out, he threw two innings, and I think, and I don't even think they had. I think they had one hit. Wow. So, I mean, I don't know why he didn't start him in game one or two just because it's a different look from all the righties that the Braves have. So Yeah. Yeah. Well, we, we shall see how that series pans out. Well, I'm depressed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was, that was, that was tough. Uh, let, let's go to some more depressing news in Atlanta. <laughs> oh, but Trey Young, trigger Trey Young, ice trader game. They lost by 20, but it don't matter. We got the highlight. <laughs> Trey Young, crossover, <laughs> in between the legs, bounce pass to Mason Plumlee with the poster. Come on, man. He didn't miss it this time. Did he? he missed one the other night. He, the, Trey threw it off the glass and John Cock. Come on, man. Yeah. Trey Young. Highlight Factory is back. I like factories just like just like old times. It's gonna be fun and watch, but we're gonna lose <laughs> we're all gonna the time. Lose a lot. <laughs> that man, Josh Smith, his first couple of years, I ain't seen nothing like that in my life. Oh man, that, that was that was that, the way he was jumping, and it was every game, and it was just game. easy to him. Yeah, easy. he was like eighteen, going against twenty six year olds, just jumping like he didn't know how to do anything else with the left hand. Too. <laughs> it's crazy. He literally had the dunk contest every night. Yeah, yeah, dunk contest in a game. Like his dunk contest dunks was just like okay. Yeah, cool. We don't see that in a game. Yeah, yeah. We, we seen <laughs> I something was, else. I seen him do that while he was doing the three sixty in the game. <laughs> yeah, Josh, Josh Smith was crazy. He will so, always uh, be one of my favorite hearts just because of how yeah, exciting yeah. he was. Yeah, them first couple of years, and then the way he it ended, it was ugly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he started trying to shoot an <laughs> ugly breakup. He, he tried. To, he uh, worked out with the team and. Um, Tried to expand his game. Yeah. He didn't really expand Akeem should have told him, I need you to come back closer to the basket. But he had that <laughs> footwork, though. He did have the footwork. The dream-shaped footwork, uh, footwork, excuse me, down on the block. But he didn't want to be out there. He he wanted to be the versatile player who could handle the ball, bring it up, shoot mm-hmm. the three, or pump fake and then drive to the hole and dunk on you. Yeah. <laughs> it said, people only going to go for the pump fake if you make the shot. <laughs> exactly. exactly. I, I don't know who told you, Josh. He's he doing like this, the, the defender like. <laughs> <laughs> like he gl- Stop it, Josh. Like, like he, he caught a glitch in the game. Like, <laughs> Oh, boy. Ain't, ain't nobody scared, Josh. Shoot like, it. Shoot it. Please shoot it. Shoot I don't that's want you to dunk on me. Just, just shoot the ball, please. That's probably what they was yelling at him on the court. Shoot that, man. Go ahead. Take a shot. Hey, that's Take your that game, shot. dog. You know they were. You know they were. I was at the, uh, like I said, Morehouse game last uh, yesterday. Man, HBCU trash talk is on another level. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I can bet. <laughs> a bunch of N-words flying around. Too, I bet. <laughs> the, the Tuskegee player, bro, he, he, they, shut a, uh, they shut Morehouse down near the goal line or whatever. And the <laughs> linebacker gets up. He talks to the Morehouse coach. Y'all got to stop calling plays my way, coach. I'm better than that. Y'all got to stop trying me, coach. He said, don't be that boy. stupid. 
Wow. <laughs> he, he, they cussing out the Morehouse wow. coach. I'm like, yo, I've never seen a player from the other team coach out the other team coach. Oh, yeah. And, and then the coach just standing there like this. Like, he can't do nothing. What you going to do? It's That's normal. Crazy. You, you got to call a better play. He said, I've heard worse. <laughs> I've heard worse. Morehouse ended up winning that game. Yeah, right? Morehouse 6 and 0. Undefeated. Undefeated. What do y'all think about their lack of coverage, man? Like, I mean, I know it's. Not not to be disrespectful, but it's you know it's a smaller school, it's a small school. conference. Yeah, that, small and conference. and you you know they're they're battling against in the city itself, you know Tech and Georgia State. So yeah. I mean it's kind of hard to state ain't getting no coverage. Yeah, yeah. Well they no they coverage. are now. You they know they got really that they got though. that contract with ninety two nine the game. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, man. They I don't at, really listen to ninety two nine. Yeah, so ninety two nine. Um. They do a, to a morning that sorry football. <laughs> they uh they do a morning show with head coach of the Panthers Sean Elliott um regularly and then they broadcast the games live. So they got Dave Cohen, wow. the voice of Georgia State, um calling the games live on 929. Yeah, they got this Georgia they, State. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they they trying, they putting the money into it. Y'all got to put the product on the field. Yes. And and this is the part of the process to get the product on the field. Yeah. It's like we got the 92.9, we got the stadium, yep. we got the zone, we got the jerseys, we got the cool helmets. You kids like the helmets, right? That <laughs> way. <laughs> Come to Georgia State that way. Right. But, yeah. This, so, yeah. I mean, I don't know. The product That's, on the field right now is ridiculous. Come on, man. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. Like I said, I projected them to go 4-8. and eight. Um, they, They're online to do that, right? Yeah, they are, what? Two and four. Right on right on target. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. Let's they're, go state. They're gonna lose to App State. They're gonna lose hey. to Georgia Southern. Basketball coming soon. Don't even worry about it. Football, I'm a Morehouse fan. <laughs> Basketball, I'm a Georgia State fan. Let's go, Panthers. <laughs> what are y'all expecting out of them this year? I know the seasons. They got the same team. Not too far away. They got the same team. They they they're only the losing team. Isaiah Williams and uh Jordan Session. Yeah, they, they got the same team. They got a, a lot of great additions, man. Damon Wilson transferred from Pitt. Yeah, and Damon Wilson. They yeah. got um they got a couple of uh young guys. Cavante Ivory came. He's he's a Georgia native. Yeah, now you're talking about the guys I don't know, the young guys. Yeah, but they <laughs> yeah. they they have a, a a chance, man, to really contribute to the success of the the uh this year's team. But I think they they go back to the NCAA, the big dance. It, this yeah. reminds me kind of like RJ's junior year. I when all the expectations were there. The, the Marcus is a junior. so mm-hmm. And then you're bringing, like, the same group back who's been together for at least two years. Yeah. 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 So I, I think they could. I think this would be like. I mean, they don't have a Ryan Harrell. Don't get it twisted. Yeah, no. Ryan Harrell, I thought, was better than RJ at Georgia State. Yeah, but, at Georgia State. You know, for, for politics, you know, we kind of have to say RJ is the greatest. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, What are your impressions of Simon? I, 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 don't, I, I don't get to watch. You know, as much as I, you know, did when I was in school, and uh, and that group that just left last year, those guys were sophomores and freshmen when I left. So yeah, well, Simon's man, he he's definitely a beast. Honestly, he's the best Georgia State player that I've seen in person. I haven't had the opportunity to cover Ryan Harrell or even R.J. Hunter, but uh, Demarcus, man, I mean, he's so his ability to to finish at the rim is totally on the next level it's nba level you know what i mean and just that that attitude that he has on the court you know i interviewed him one time and asked him you know uh because last year he played in the aebl um which is a huge 
a basketball tournament league here in Atlanta. Um, he got the opportunity to play against Kyrie and kind of did well. So I asked him, I was like, you know, what did that do for your confidence? And the one thing he told me was that no one can guard me. <laughs> and and he and he proves it on a daily when he goes out there on that court. I mean, he's he's dominant, man. So he's, so you and the Marcus cool. So this is this is this is this is <laughs> so so really quickly. I don't want to you know harbor on that too much because that's old news. But um, I don't have an issue with him, right? I more so just wanted to clarify what was the problem that he had with me, yeah. which I still didn't get an answer for. Um, I knew that I was going to see him on campus, and I, I did see him, and I just asked him, you know, what was going on? Like, what did I do that rubbed you the wrong way? Unfortunately, he wasn't able to talk about it. He had to go to a meeting, which is cool. But at this point, man, you know, I understand these college athletes. They're a lot younger than I am. I'm 26 this year. Um, a lot of them are, Talk about it. A lot of them, you know, are 19, 20. So I understand a lot of emotions go through their heads and you know when they see things tweeted about them they think oh this person is trying to attack me yeah. and that's not what it is by any means I want to see all these young guys do well I'm covering you know the Georgia State athletic programs to see good things come about yeah. I, I don't I'm not sitting at that's home that's good for you when stuff good happens yeah I don't know why I don't why guys don't understand that it's not like we're trying to hurt them especially if it's the team you're trying to cover exactly like it's the 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 fruit is in producing stories about good things. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, the markets don't hate me if you see this, but um, <laughs> no, we, we're we're supporting you, man. We the, want you to do well. The markets like he's a self-proclaimed, like he says it himself. He just be trolling. Yeah, I think he was really using. He was searching for something to to fuel him to to finish off the Sun Belt Championship and head can we can we the, give people a little back a back little background about what we talking about oh okay all right all right we didn't so really um into that. It, this was a few months ago Sun Belt Conference tournament I believe uh D- Dimitri was like he tweeted wow Demarcus Simons is outstanding and Demarcus quoted it and was like nah keep that same energy you've been coming for me all year no, bro so hop let, off let me let me <laughs> Let me give them the real deal, holy field of the of the story, right? So they were playing Southern, okay? I had did a pregame show about the matchup, and I predicted Southern to win earlier that year, which they did. They had to go down to Statesboro and, and beat Southern. They didn't do that. I predicted that Southern would win. Cool. So they're playing, I think uh, they're about to play. Um, oh, actually, they played Southern again in the Sun Belt Tournament. Mm-hmm. Demarcus had at least five turnovers, and it and it, it really hurt them. So I said that that's why I think he needs another year in college basketball because of the turnover issue. He saw that, like Rashad said, he, you know, said, um, shut the F up, you know what I mean? Uh, you, you're, the most hating, you're the most hating cat I know or whatever. Hmm. So fast forward, and I'm just like, where is it, all of this coming from because – I just shot you a DM, you know, saying congratulations on winning Sunbelt Player of the Year and all that good stuff. And now you think I'm hating on you. But I think he read the tweet. He read too much into the tweet. He read it in his own voice, right, rather than trying to see what I was saying. Like, I just feel like you need another year to get the turnover situation taken well, care of. I got – I think oh, he – excuse me. Like you said, the turnover situation. So, I think he had a bad game. And he was literally just looking for something to fuel him to have yeah. a good game. Yeah. 
in the championship game. And and and, and when I when they beat UTA, right? And he dunked on the seven footer. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Demarcus, man. You, you cold, bro. I mean, I, oh, go ahead. Go I'm ahead. sorry. No, no. Real quick, because to make his point really valid was I. Um, he, so they went on and, and won against UTA. He had a great game, mm-hmm. and I tweeted on purpose. I was like, so do I get credit for <laughs> fueling Demarcus to go off this game? And he quoted, retweeted, and said 100. So okay. at that point, I was like, okay, cool. It's no real smoke, obviously. Yeah. And, you know, he just, you know, needed, I guess what Rashad was saying, some extra motivation. And that's what so. I was going to ask you. I mean, there's, he really seemed like just from me looking in from afar and, you know, watching him, he, he seems like he's really my, my favorite part about him and why I think, you know, he has a shot to mm-hmm. be a guy that's draftable in the NBA and a guy that could – you know, stick around in the NBA for a while mm-hmm. is because he has that anger about him. Yeah. And I, I love athletes like that. That That's why I love football so much because you can tell the guys that are hungry. Mm-hmm. He seems like he's a really hungry guy. He's a dog. So, and I love that. Yeah. So maybe he just sits on his phone all day before a game and he listens to his music and he just goes through tweets looking for something. Yeah. That's cool. I mean, I don't, I don't have an issue with that, and sometimes it, as long as he's respectful about it, you yeah. know what I mean. Like, don't get disrespectful. Like, we just doing our jobs, but you know, that's how you gonna, you know, that's how you gonna go get your money. Hey, it's, it's I don't blame going, you. It's not gonna ease up in the NBA. It's not gonna get easier. I can promise you that. But exactly, because because you got you got journalists with a lot of clout in the NBA. Oh, yeah. That's gonna that's not gonna be afraid of you, oh, and yeah. not not saying you were. Right, I'm not, right. I'm not yeah. saying that. Yeah, definitely. I'm saying that. They'll they'll respond, mm-hmm. and they'll have people backing them when they respond. You know what I mean? Exactly. They, everybody's not just going to agree just because he's the athlete. Right. Yeah, I agree, but man. I, I like DeMarcus. I so I remember his freshman year, it was like a preseason game or something like that maybe. And um, dude, like, he dunked, and then he went back on defense. Or, like, they were losing. The other team scored, like, two baskets in a row. This man's giving me, like, a full interview on the court on oh defense. He's like, we, we got to stop this We got to guard this on. And I was like, what is this kid doing? Like, And then he got a steal and then ran the other way. He's crazy, man. He, he, talk, he trash talk a lot, and he backs it up. DeMarcus is cold. Um, we were supposed to talk about the Hawks. We never did. We did. Episode He's a future Hawk. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Trey Young, man. Trey Young has some cool highlights. We're going to lose a lot. DeMarcus Simons is good. That's the synopsis of this episode, 88. <laughs> Everybody go around and um, say your little um, whatever. Whatever we call it. <laughs> so I guess I'll start off first. Uh, you can follow me at Twitter on Twitter at one, the number one, Dimitri Chin. Instagram, Dimitri underscore Chin. Facebook, Dimitri Chin. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter, Jeremy Johnson, uh, Clark underscore Kent underscore 75. I gave him Superman. You know, hold on. You. Before, before you leave... <laughs> You know, it never gets easier to be able to say my Twitter thing. <laughs> I can never get it out in one sentence. So I gotta, I'm gotta. i going to have to change it probably. Oh, no. Stay tuned. RashadMillin.com. You can follow me on Twitter at the real Joe Button. Let's get it. I don't want friends. I want Audis. I don't want cars. I want Audis. I don't want friends. I want Audis. I don't want friends. I want Audis. I dig it, bleed, look at Salty.